knowing where to start is always tricky. And we think that the experts have the answers and sometimes they do. So I wanted to know where my expert friends would recommend their clients get started. I'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the West Coast and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly. I love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons. I'm Megan. Me and my husband, we have four kiddos and I relate more to the dad role than the mom. And I'm an HGTV loving, oversharing finance nerd. Together we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life but we also can appreciate the big picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no fluff, fun conversations that will give you helpful on the go finance tips. Even if it's just to peek behind the curtains to hear about what we are doing with our money. So when I had this idea the other day, I reached out to some industry friends and I asked them, this exact question. It was, what would the first three action steps be that you recommend to a client? So we're going to talk about that a bit today. And I'm really curious uh, what your top three would be, Megan. And um, and I'll share my top three as well. Um, Maybe let's start there. You want to share your top three? If, if, if you could just, you know, a brand new client and, and maybe they're not even a client. They're just somebody who wants to increase their, you know, their financial literacy, or they, they just want to get on track. Like, what do you think that the three first most important things are? I guess I would want to know what, like, why, what's the goal? Is it because something is happening soon that you need to get organized for? Is it a stress thing? Like, what is the motivation behind it? Then I would want to know, I mean, I'm going to jump right into the numbers. So I'm going to say, based on, you know, your goal of wanting to get organized or wanting to do A, B, and C, tell me how much every month you make. Uh Tell me how much every month you need to spend, meaning you've already made commitments, whether it's some rent, mortgage, utilities, car payment, debt payments, all those things, Mm -hmm. how much you need to spend and what's left over. So that will tell me what, what you have available to spend on still nice to have also need to have like fuel, Mm -hmm. food and fun, Mm -hmm. but also savings. So that would kind of give me the numbers to start percolating on what we can do to get you less stress towards what do you call that do you call that a budget do you call that like a cash flow analysis what do you call that yeah I call that cash flow planning okay and so that would be the two steps I want to know why I want to know what we're working with and then I would want to know what is our starting point Mm -hmm. so when I'm trying to decide what our starting point is, I already know based on how you answered my why are we doing this, where you are in a qualitative answer, meaning no numbers, just feelings. Yeah. Now I want to know where what your starting point is in a quantitative way, meaning what's your net worth? Mm-hmm. So what is our stake in the sand? What are we starting with so that we know how to measure our progress? Cool. I think it's, it's interesting to me that 
and I'm going to share some of the answers from uh, from the others who I asked as well. Um, but I think that most people would think it's opening an account or it's paying off a debt, like something like really like tangible, right? Um, and most of the answers were a little less tangible. They were like, figure out your goal. <laughs> Why right? are you doing this? Why do you care? Like, that's what we're starting with. Why are yes. you doing this? Totally. Why do you care? What, why do I care? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is your why is another way to say that, right? Um, and uh, um, so, yeah, figuring out like the emotions or the, or the goal um, and then doing some type of budget, cash flow planning, something that looks at um, our monthly um, statement right of, of what's going in and what's coming out so let me share I'll share a, a few of the others and then I'll wrap up with mine at the end um so our friend Richard Moxley who we've had on an epi earlier episode I think it was like he is the credit score credit report expert guy and his answer was the first three things that first three action steps he wants his clients to take were get a copy of their credit report get a copy of their credit report and get a copy of their credit report <laughs> and uh and he also um sent me some links of how to get your credit report so we can include those in the in the show notes um he gave me the links for uh, equifax as well as transunion <clears throat> and I think that's really important, right? That we know what's on that credit report. If you are somebody who wants to buy a house, who wants to, um, you know, uh, maybe apply for some type of credit at some point in the next few years, if you think that a mistake from a few years ago is hurting you, you're not sure why your score is down, any of that stuff, um, you gotta know, it's the same thing as what Megan said, but like knowing where you're starting, getting your credit report is figuring out what you're starting from. Uh, so important. So that was his, those were his first three action steps. Yeah, he's on episode number seven. So you're gonna have to scroll all the way to the very beginning and listen to his episode set number seven. Number seven. Okay, cool. Um, who else did I ask? I asked, um, uh, I asked Michelle Hum. Um, Michelle has also been on the podcast in the past. Um, and uh, we can Michelle's episode is number 18 and she is an investing guru. So she knows all the complicated investing type analytics and yeah, yeah. All that like stock markety stuff. Um, so the first three things that she wants her clients to take, these are a little bit more tangible. Um, open a brokerage account is number one. Put some money in it is number two. And number three is um, watch her basics of investment training. And so what I was, what I loved about hers was, you know, she was essentially saying like, this stuff is simple. Like just take an action, go and open an account get a bit of money in there. Um, you know, those are, those are quick and easy to do. If you're wanting to build your portfolio on your own, which is, um, 
what she specializes in teaching, right? How to build your own portfolio. Um, then just getting started and then doing some education as well on how to do that. There's so many good resources out there. Um, and of course, she's one of our favorites. Um, so we can put some links to that in the show notes. Uh, let me ask, I asked, um, I asked a certified financial planner, um, Alex Valdell, who has also been on our podcast. Um, we did an episode with her about insurance um, and talked quite a bit about um, insurance for kids. So if that is of interest to you at all, um, you can go and have a look at that episode. That episode is number 12. 12, okay. And so hers shockingly um to cfps um alex and megan um said almost the exact same thing she said a cash flow analysis goals review and a budget um so important to just know where we're starting from right none of these things that have been shared so far require expert level knowledge you don't need to go and you know read every book out there on how to get started to know how to get started. So um, I just hope that that's like some encouragement, right? Like you probably already know the answers, right? Just like most of us do. Most of us know how to eat healthier. Most of us know how to get our, you know, bodies to be more active and, and healthier, but we seek outside like counsel thinking that we don't have the answers. Um, and yes, that is important for, you know, really reaching those long-term goals. But, uh, but most of us have the knowledge that we need to get started in something. <clears throat> um, okay. And who else did I ask? Oh, I also asked, um, uh, a mortgage broker. His number one is budget. Mm -hmm. Number two is understand credit, do some learning on credit. And number three is um, take some time to learn about investing in the time value of money. Financial literacy. Financial literacy and a budget, right? Um, get some general understanding around those things. And I think that um, when you understand credit, when you um, or when you have a, a general understanding of credit and a general understanding of investing, you can make better decisions. Um, and it doesn't take a lot of, you know, time or energy to learn those things. And I mean, listening to this podcast, we just scratch the surface often. Um, but this is one step that you're already taking. And I hope that, um, you know, hearing some of these recommendations from our friends um, gives you some motivation to like maybe go check them out check the show notes maybe listen to a few other podcasts on these things I, and okay. I think that's part of the problem and I know we've had this conversation before where it's the basic stuff is boring so nobody wants to do it and when we're following um, you know, influencers on the internet or YouTubers who are showing us really fun, crazy things and having these amazing experiences. 
we want to emulate their success and they're doing these advanced strategies, whether like I'm in the real estate world. So they're doing like, you know, joint ventures and all these, you know, lending arrangements and all these fancy using um, some tax strategies and all these things. But you got to start at the beginning. You got to get your basic foundation straight first before we jump into those advanced strategies, which is boring. Yeah. 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 And I think because they're so basic, we don't think that um, it'll make a difference. Mm -hmm. Like we think like, oh, well, that's just like the small thing to do. It's not I'll just skip that part. Yeah. We don't have to do that. No. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's, it's interesting, you know, I, I talked to two people this week, um, who one of them, um, is a single mom. I worked on her budget with her maybe a year or two ago. Um, and, uh, she told me that she was, um, working with an insurance advisor right now, um, to buy a universal life policy as, like her first step to advancing her wealth. And what went through my head is, hmm, you've been on YouTube and you're wanting to be your own banker. She's watched somebody use this advanced strategy that caught her attention. A universal life policy was not, or insurance at all, was not in any of those experts' recommendations for the first three things to do but yet that is what she is leaping to um our industry is full of sales and commissions um so there's no wonder why that's what uh certain you know ad advisors might leap to um because guess what they don't get paid to help you do your budget and guess what lots of them don't have a budget <laughs> very common um so that was that was one um conversation i had this week these are examples of, of what megan was talking about like uh jumping to the advanced strategies um and another one um same thing worked on her budget years ago um and she had um recently got caught up and lost a wackado um in a mortgage ponzi scheme oh. There's a guy locally who, man, he's hurt a lot of families. Um, I think he's on the run right now. Like it's this like whole local, um, you know, story. And they were moving to an advanced strategy, trying to invest in this product. Um, and because they skipped the basics, they... I think like they missed the due diligence part. They missed like the compliance check part. When you are buying a registered product, <laughs> um, you are not writing a check to your advisor. You are doing a, usually like a, a transfer, a bank transfer or, or of some sort um, from your bank or, or your current like RSP or whatever to the other company's custodian 
typically there's so many layers of protection when we slow down and check things. Um, when we don't try to jump over the boring basics. So I think that it's really important to just remember to start with the basics. Um, and so my top three, um, the first one is know your why. What is the point of all of this? Mm -hmm. Because I can have more fun just going out and spending my money and racking up debt. Like that sounds like a lot of fun to me. That's like a really good weekend or a really great vacation. <laughs> so I got to know why um, I'm going, to, why is it worth me putting in this effort? So I really need to identify some goals. Um, and that can be hard for some people. And so, you know, when I have a client who really can't identify a goal, we find something that's motivating and inspiring to them, like seeing $10,000 in their bank account. Okay, let's do that. If that's exciting to you, like you're not sure what you want to use the money for, um, then let's do that. Uh, um, so that's a strategy for those times where you're just really not in touch with what you might want. Pick a number. Let's let's create a strategy for that. Um, so know your why. Create a budget um, because that's the roadmap to get to the why. If I don't have a way of knowing what I should say yes to and what I should say no to, um, I want to do things that put smiles on my kids' faces. And that usually comes with a yes answer. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna say yes, right? Um, not to mention, we're all busy. And we say yes to convenience things that will, um, make our life easier in the moment and in the in that moment that's what's most important to us but when we create a budget that is backed by goals it's much easier to stay on track to say yes to the things that we really want and no to the things that are less important to us um, because those no's are really ultimately yeses to getting what you want so know what you want um, create a budget um, and uh, and save for future you. Mm -hmm. When I talk to busy moms and I ask them, uh, you know, what's going on and they tell me the struggles that are getting in their way to saving money and reaching their goals, it is often things like, um, you know, that unexpected expenses just keep coming up right? Car maintenance, house maintenance. Um, you know, we're just getting through Christmas as we're recording this right now, Christmas spending. Um, every mom out there knew December 25th was coming. It is not an unexpected expense. So to have Christmas derail our finances is a choice. We can plan for Christmas um, through what I call future you accounts. And so if we know our goals and if we have a budget that's backed by goals um, in that budget, we're going to include future you so that those, you know, what used to be unexpected expenses are no longer derailing us. Now we have the money for them and we get to feel like we are not on this treadmill, not going anywhere, but our feet are planted and we're moving forward. 
So those are my three things that I want all of my clients to do before they do anything else, before they're investing or like any of the other things. And I think the common thread through all of those examples uh, or all of those um, ideas that, that came from the people I reached out to, um, a lot of them were basic. Um, a lot of them were um, simple. A lot of them were in the form of um, some type of financial literacy. Mm-hmm. None of them were advanced strategies. None of them required $100,000 to get started. Yeah. And to be fair, Lindsay asked me this question and I just ignored her, but um, she did send me the question. (laughs) (laughs) And in her question that she asked, it didn't say what three simple, what three basic, what three Uh, quick. It just said what three. uh So the fact that all the financial professionals that replied to you way nicer than me um that they were kind of quick simple action focused items it really speaks to when you are getting feedback from somebody and you're looking for advice but the concept that they're trying to provide to you as a solution feels like pardon what i don't understand maybe take a couple steps back and that professional might not be the right fit for you at the stage that you're currently in. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good point. And if you're working with somebody, um, like I was just thinking back to this person that I talked to that's buying the universal life policy. If you're talking to somebody who like is doing the opposite of everybody else, um, cause I've never, I've never met anybody who suggests to start that way any ever I've talked to a lot of people as as have you um I've never heard anybody suggest that that is the first thing to do um and so if you are working with somebody who is doing things completely different than everybody else um that's also a really good time to you know just maybe take a pause take a deep breath and get a second opinion um before uh, before doing something but you know I hope that hearing those tips um you know just gives people um some comfort in knowing that they don't have to know it all and that the the steps are, are simple, uh, you know, reach out to any of them or Megan or myself, um, you know, join my Facebook group, Black is the New Red, come and take one of our courses, do one of the things, like just do something, right? It doesn't need to be huge and exciting, but just do something. So good luck. Thanks for spending your time with us today. If you heard anything that piqued your interest, check out the show notes because we probably have some extra deets or links down there. Your homework for today. Go talk to someone about your money. Either your spouse, your kids, your coworker, or a licensed professional. And if you don't like those humans today, we're always talking in Lindsay's Facebook group, Black is the New Red. So join us over there. Head over to Facebook, type in Black is the New Red. You'll see so many amazing like-minded individuals in there trying to get better, asking the right questions, supporting one another. We look forward to hanging out with you again on your next dog walk or while you watch soccer practice from the sidelines. Cheers.